Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, gals and pals, game on. It's time for the Sports Gal Pal Podcast, where we help gals and their pals come together over sports. Don't hate the game. Love the game. Or at least find out why he loves it so much. Now your host, the sports gal pal herself, Ramona Rice. Hey, gal pal nation. Welcome to the sports gal pal podcast, where I help you understand why he screams at the TV during a game. I'm your host, Ramona Rice. You can connect with me on Twitter at sports gal pal. And of course, on sportsgalpal.com. And it's Thursday, gals and pals. One more day. Well, not me. Today is my Friday because I have tomorrow off. Yes, because I'm going to DC Podfest this weekend, but I'm not watching sports. Sad, but road trip. What's a girl to do? Anyway, with me tonight is the incredible, one of my favorite Twitter followers, one of my favorite guests, Alex Kazora from Steelers Depot. Alex, welcome back. Thanks, Ramona, so much for having me on. I got, I got two quick things. One, you told me before we started that you're, you're recording this from your walk-in closet and someone else has gotten mad at you. I'm mad at you for that. We got to upgrade you into, into a nice suite or something than a walk-in closet. So could we go make, make that happen? <laughs> I don't know. You had to talk to um, Podvader. So Podvader, if you're listening, um, this is now two guests that are very concerned. Um, the previous <laughs> guest, which Alex is mis- m- mentioning, is Seth Everett. He was on my show several weeks ago, and he's still tweeting me about me um, doing the podcast in the walk-in closet. Look, I can hide from the tiny humans in here, Alex. I mean, you know, cause they can find me, and they're scary. Have you ever dealt with tiny humans? They're nuts. So they know if mommy's in the closet, don't mess with her. I love the phrase, I told you the other day, I love the phrase, tiny humans. I think it's one of my top five phrases that you can use. The other thing, I just have to bring this up, and I don't know if you've ever uh, had to experience the pain that I'm about to experience, but I got my first student debt payment, uh, like, last mm-hmm. week, and my, my payment comes up in, like, a week, and how, how much am I allowed to just cry about that? Can it just be all the tears? Is that is that acceptable? It is acceptable. Um, I'm almost done paying off my student loans. I'm 35. So I've done oh. an accelerated plan. No, it could be worse. I mean, at least was it an in-state school? the accelerated plan? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's, not, it, that's not helping me. Was it, was it at least an in-state school? So you're not paying like out-of-state out of taxes or loans? I chose the cheapest in-state school possible, and I still saw the number of the money I owe, and I almost just fainted. So I, I did the cheapest route possible. I got the scholarship, and it's still just the numbers. It just makes me want to cry. So if there's some tears shed throughout, that's just the reason why. Okay. Well, there are no tears in sports typically, which is a bunch of crap because I see people, <laughs> grown men, cry about them all the time. <laughs> I know Steelers Nation right now is crying because the great Le'Veon Bell. Oh, my God. Just terrible. Just terrible. I, I, it was like a great apocalypse of injury this past weekend. Between him, Keenan Allen was just announced, which is devastating for my fantasy team. I, I, I don't even know what I'm going to do. Um out with what was a lacerated kidney or something like that, Matt Forte. Um, just, you know, then you got like Reggie Bush 
you know, on that, what is it called? Concrete of death in at the, you know, the St. Louis stadium. Just ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, there really were a ton. And, and yeah, that was another, another great phrase from Mona, uh, apocalypse. Uh, what, what did you say? Apocalypse uh, of injuries? That was, was that the phrase? That is the phrase apocalypse of injury. If you are a football <laughs> oh. fan or you can borrow that too. <laughs> so that's two. Yeah, I was going to ask, can I, can I, can I steal that one? You you can still as long as you give me credit at least once going you know Ramona gave me apocalypse because it was it was apocalypse cool. I'm like it's my fault I was on Dennis Farrell he's a great um, fantasy football expert on um sport uh, Detroit sports radio and he had me on and I happened to mention we were talking about the Eagles because I'm an Eagles fan and so we were talking about um you know what to do with Eagles players because they have been lackluster for fantasy football and I said well you know it's not like they're Keenan Allen and I stupidly mentioned his name it's my fault so San Diego Chargers I'm sorry fans it's my fault but I'm feeling the pain because that was my number one wide receiver in the blog talk radio league and speaking of crying like you know it's reasonable to cry over student loan debt that's absolutely reasonable because it's, it's awful trust me but for me um I lost like my match this week by like point like three or something of something ridiculous because Adam wow. Vinatieri decided all of a sudden let's let's kick field goals again. I'm like, son of a anyway. Just not not happy. And I think like for, for football fans this mid season, you know, there's not a lot of joy unless you're like in Foxborough or maybe Carolina. You know, or maybe yeah, Denver. Yeah. But but Denver's like it's a false hope. That 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 house of cards is gonna come crashing down at some point. You think? I don't know. That defense is just playing out of their mind, and I love the moves they're making. I love how aggressive, you know, John Elway and company's been. I mean, I know Peyton Manning's been so up and down, but uh, I don't know, Ramona. That defense is, is the best in the league. By I mean, you hold Aaron Rodgers, so what was it, 77 yards passing. Uh, that's never happened before, so I, 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 they're, they're for real, if you ask me. I mean, I get it. I just, you know, we've we've obviously seen a defense lead a team to a championship with, you know, Seattle two years ago against the Broncos, um, ironically. And we knew going in with the new coaching changes that he was definitely, a co- you know, a defensive-minded coach, you know. But at the same time, I'm kind of going, maybe it's just me because I'm still such a quarterback kind of loving girl that I'm just like, yeah, and Peyton, I just, it's like, buddy, hang it up. Come coach somewhere. <laughs> you know? He'll either do that or just like co-run Papa John. Like those will be one of the two things that he does after he finally. Retires. How much longer do you think Peyton Manning is going to play for? You think this is the final year? Or you think he comes back again for another year? I think if they win a Super Bowl, he's done. I think he's yeah. going to be like Bettis or um, like Michael Strahan. Like done. I've won the Super Bowl. I'm done. I'm out. Peace. Um, really, he he should have been out last year. I, I worry for his health. To be really honest with you, he doesn't look good. So, and then you got Tom Brady over there saying, I'm going to play for 10 years. I'm like, please don't. Please, at some point, retire. Because I'm so <laughs> sick of, like, right now. yes, exactly. Um, but, yeah, this season has been, you know, we. Uh, it was funny. We talked, um, you first came on the show, obviously, before the season started. It was preseason. All, both of us were like, yay, and it could be a Keystone Super Bowl. No, it's not going to be a Keystone <laughs> Super Bowl because the Eagles are just lousy. I don't know. I don't even want to talk about it. But the Steelers... You know, again, injuries, injuries suck. Uh, first Big Ben went down, and now Le'Veon Bell, what are you guys going to do? That's a, that's a great question. Everyone's asking themselves uh, the same thing in Steeler Nation. I, I guess if there is any sort of upside, you know, the replacement for Le'Veon Bell was D'Angelo Williams, who, of course, started the first two games of the year uh, when Le'Veon Bell was serving his suspension, and he's a little great. Uh, I mean, you don't lose – you don't have to change your game plan at all, and, and you don't lose a ton – 
uh, going from Bell to Williams in terms of your pass protection or catching the ball out of the backfield. I think Williams does a nice job in, in both areas. So, of course, it's a, it's, a, it's a sizable downgrade just because Bell, to me, was the best back in the league, bar none. Then you go to D'Angelo Williams, who clearly isn't. Uh, but if there is any sort of saving grace, it is the fact that, you know, you have a, another guy like Williams who can step up and, and, and be the guy uh, for the rest of the year. But you're right, in one of the injuries, I mean, you lose your starting left tackle, your starting center, you got injuries along with defensive line, an inside linebacker, at cornerback, at safety, at kicker. I mean, they went through four kickers before they finally found one that stuck. So uh, it, it's been, uh, you know, injuries aren't unusual, but for the Steelers' sake, just the number and the importance of them, uh, I can't remember a time like it. How do you guys handle the Raiders this this um, upcoming game? Raiders, it, it's a great matchup because it's like the 1970s all over again when both teams were so good and so dominant. And the Raiders feel like, you know, they're kind of this up-and-coming team and everybody's reminded, hey, they were good and they've got some great players, some great offense. How are you guys going to contain that? That's a good question. And I'm going to start looking at Oakland kind of really in-depth tonight. But, I mean, they got weapons. Uh, you look at Derek Carr, Amari Cooper, Michael Crabtree. That's a great trio, you know, quarterback, wide receiver. Michael Crabtree's had a fantastic season kind of getting revived. You leave, you leave San Francisco, I think your career all of a sudden gets a boost with the state of San Francisco the way they are right now. But Murray at running back. And even that offensive line, which I think I heard, uh, excuse me, I think I heard my boss, uh, Dave Bryant, he was depot, say that, uh, all five offensive linemen have played every single snap this year. They're probably the only team that can say that. So uh, that offense is potent, and they got that guy Cooper uh, doing a fantastic job as a rookie. Loved him coming out of Alabama. Uh, he didn't put up huge numbers last week against the New York Jets, but yeah, he, he really gave Darrell Rebus all he could handle. And if you have a good game against Darrell Rebus, uh, he must be a pretty good player. Yeah, I'm, I'm really curious about that matchup just because I- – I just, you know, I picked the Steelers to go to the Super Bowl. I still think you guys can do it. I think a wild card is definitely, you know, but after, and I really wanted you guys to beat the Bengals. So I don't know if you've ever heard of a podcast called Inside the Jungle with Nick Superling. He's a big Bengals um, guy, super nice guy. Um, But (laughs) he did not like the fact that I, um, pitch you guys to win your division and to go to the Super Bowl. He, he's like, how do we look now that we're 6-0? Oh, this is before you guys game. I'm like, um, well, you're, you're going to be facing Ben Roethlisberger, so let's see how that happens. And you guys, like, barely lost. I'm like, son of a... Uh, you know, I've never rooted for Steelers harder in my life just to go, ah, Nick, I was right. Andy Dalton is not believable. He's kind of believable. I don't like it. Tell them to stop. I don't understand it. I don't understand the AFC North this year. You got like the Ravens, and they're completely like falling apart. Like I don't even know if they're even worth talking about or dealing with anymore. Like just just shun them because they they've lost like everybody at this point. That was of any quality. The Browns are the Browns because their quarterback, you know, can't you know help but run into wall injuries and stuff. So you got you guys, and I'm like, is it that the Bengals are really that good this year? Or is the rest of the division not that great? Well, I mean, obviously, at yeah, Baltimore, Cleveland, I mean, they're they're out of the picture. And it's tough. The AFC is not even that good this year. Uh, and the fact that you're already out of the picture kind of says where they're at. Uh, you got to give Cincinnati credit, of course, for that game. That's a really good pass rush. They got a lot of weapons on offense. Their offensive coordinator, Hugh Jackson, I'm a big fan of him. I think he might be the best offensive coordinator in the league with how he uses his weapons and all the kind of weird, funky formations that he uses. Uh, but the Steelers did not play well. Uh, there's no doubt about that. You turned the ball over three times. 
uh, another bad day on third down. Uh, the last three weeks for Ramona, the Steelers have three second-half first downs. So I think there's three of 13 in the second half over the last three weeks. You can't move the ball on third down. Uh, it, it, it's tough to do. It's tough to score. It's tough to produce. Uh, it's a game the Steelers, of course, you know, could have, would have, should have uh, won. That's what a lot of fans are saying. Uh, but if, if, you, if you don't finish drives and, and you have to settle field goals or, or punts around the 50 or whatever, uh, it, it's tough to win games. So I, I consider the, the Bengals the real deal, though. Of course, you know, Dalton in the playoffs, we'll see. That's always been the Achilles heel. If, he, if the Bengals are one and done in the playoffs again, you know, that'll be the narrative that sticks to Dalton and will follow them around until he can finally shake it. Uh, but, but the Bengals, you know, give them credit. That, that is a really good team. All right, moving on. Um, I was very shocked with how, like we talked about it, alluded to Denver Broncos, fast um, stopped Green Bay. I have not seen Aaron Rodgers look that rattled. Um, they exposed a ton of weaknesses for Green Bay. Receivers got exposed. You know, he couldn't, the wide receivers couldn't create separation. And then, you know, as great as Aaron Rodgers is, he's still needs somebody open to throw to. And I think that we're finally seeing, a, you know, a Jordy Nelson list. Packers team looks like and it's not that great and you know I, I just I'm curious because I remember watching the Eagles and the Panthers and the Panthers to me are the surprise of this year just because you know they had that you know a couple of injuries the key injuries in the offseason and preseason and we were like what are they going to do and they consistently are just playing out of their minds football. Like Cam Newton looks like a top tier quarterback. It's amazing. It's, it's like he's proving his payday. He is proving why they gave him that ginormous contract. Absolutely. And, it, and the matchup's so interesting because you have a Packers and Panthers team, you know, each team is really maybe lacking a, a top flight receiver. Of course, in Green Bay, you have Randall Cobb, but outside of that, there isn't much to work with. In Carolina, you have Greg Olson, but there isn't much else to work with. Carolina is making do while the Packers are kind of struggling. Aaron Rodgers has looked mortal for the last month. That's never happened to him in his career. Uh, and that Panthers team, you're right, they are a big surprise. I mean, it's a team that, that had no receivers after Kelvin Benjamin scores ACL. Their offensive line looked pretty bad with Michael Ward offensive tackle. Uh, and I'm not sure exactly how they're getting it done, but, but they are. It's a strong running attack. Jonathan Stewart's doing well in the last three weeks or so. You know, Cam Newton, like you said, is in that maybe top tier or at least closing in there and getting in the discussion. And that defense for Carolina has been, I think, phenomenal too. Josh uh, Josh Norman at cornerback, you know, Keekley, Thomas Davis have been all over. You watched the, the, the Colts game. Those guys were everywhere. And that pass rush is doing a better job too. Uh, so I think, you know, this, this game was a little similar in the sense of they, they kind of have similar – you know, pass where they've been looking for a number two receiver. And so far, the Pandas have been able to kind of get around that while the Packers have kind of struggled. Yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to this matchup. I think it's going to be a great one. Um, I think Panthers are going to take it. I, I just think that if they're smart, it's a very similar um, defensive scheme that, you know, Broncos have, and they've got the weapons to do exactly what the Broncos did. You know, I know that the Packers are an excellent team and they can make some adjustments, but you can't, uh, I just, I, I could see Panthers going eight. No, I really could. So it'll be interesting to watch. 
the final game I'm looking forward to this weekend, though I'm really not watching football because, again, I'll be at DC Podcast. Uh, but it's Eagles versus the Cowboys. Yay! More NFC least drama. The most <laughs> lackluster division. It's bad. Well, that's not true. AFC South is kind of bad, too. Yay. Yeah. Um, yeah. But between the two of them, I'm just like, none of you, none of us deserve um, playoff, playoff bids at all. No, no, not at all. Um, what I'm looking forward to the Eagles doing out of the bye week is fixing themselves. Alex, fixing, like, hey, we have really good offensive weapons. Can we actually utilize them in a way that's effective? And I don't know, let DeMarco Murray have another. He only has 100-yard game this season. That's crazy. It's DeMarco Murray. It, it, it is crazy. Uh, you, you know, he struggled trying to come over to, to Philadelphia where the scheme is a little different, the line maybe not even as good. And Ryan Matthews is doing pretty well. I got to ask you: Are are you were you ever in the Chip Kelly you know pro camp? Are you against Chip Kelly? It feels like he is just the most divisive figure in Philadelphia media. Where do you stand? I want to believe in Chip Kelly. I want to believe. When he first got hired, I was super excited. And the first couple seasons, I was okay. I was like, this isn't too bad. Then he got control of everything, and that's when I'm like, I, I'm not impressed at all. Um, again, well, there are some great cushy college football jo- jobs open. Chip, take one, please, and go away. I do just you think like, he will? Do you think he'll? Do you think we'll bolt and go back to college? I could see it. There's some really good ones out there. I mean, think about it. You've got Virginia Tech open, Miami open, USC open. I mean, that's just three of them. Um, Virginia probably be open. Dear God, let Virginia be open. You won't go to Virginia. Um, I'm like, can one of those bigger schools not um, Virginia Tech? Don't go to Virginia Tech or Miami. Go to USC. He likes that West Coast style. You want to go to USC? Go to USC. Go over there. Yeah. <laughs> do don't go. Don't go where my my team has to face you because we've already played your crazy offense. We played Oregon once. They're super fast. Um, yeah, I could see him bolting. I don't know. I mean, but he's also really stubborn. Like you know, he he's a stubborn guy, and I think he wants to prove that this can work. I I feel like his offense can work. I just feel like is he too stubborn and getting in his own way to not utilize the talent the way it is. And we've seen this, you know, where you get new offense weapons together and it takes a full season to get them in gear. I'm hoping that now we're in midseason that maybe they will figure it out because the rest of the Eagles is pretty good. The only really scary game is against the Patriots, but, you know, that's out of division. So if we can win out some of our division games, you know, we've won one. That's really sad. Um, But most of our division games, with the exception of the first time we played the Cowboys, we're only lost by a couple points. And largely like the Steelers, we had, we had kicker issues. The entire state of Pennsylvania had kicker issues. So that's the only thing I can, I can tell. Um, but we've got a good one now. So, yeah, I, I don't know anymore. I just, I'm being wishy-washy, and I'm just, like, I'm just trying to hang on. I don't want to jump off the roller coaster in the middle of the ride and die. But at the same time, I'm kind of going, maybe we should just, like lose all the rest of the game so we can get like an amazing wide receiver out of the draft. That's, that's kind of where I am. Oh, you're in the maybe tank argument, like the NBA teams or something like the 76ers have done. Is that kind of like that, that stuff? I just, I couldn't, I couldn't ever tell a team to lose. It would, it would hurt my soul if I, if I rooted for a team to lose. No, no, it does not hurt my soul. We're rebuilding. We're rebuilding. <laughs> Strategy for rebuilding. No, that's not them. Um, Cowboys, again, super interesting because there's always drama involving them between Des Bryant and his monkey and, you know, Greg Hardy and the fact he's a jerk. And then, you know, you got the other ones. I'm just like, whatever at this point, Cowboys. 
Tony Romo's not playing. I'm not worried about it. Eagles, dear God, you should win just because if the Cowboys beat the Eagles after this, what is it, like six-game losing streak, something like that, we will never hear the end of it. Like, social media will erupt. I don't know how many Cowboys fans you have in real life. I have several. And, of course, Galpine Nation is open to all, including Cowboys and Hokies. I have to deal with them. Um, so, yeah, it could be a very long Sunday, Alex. It could be very yeah, long. Yeah, so. I, have, I have one uh, Cowboys fan who's displaced. He's in Chicago right now. He's a diehard Dallas fan, and he would be very upset if they lose. So uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. I'll take Eagles as well. Sam Bradford doesn't take care of the football. Just, just, just don't fumble the. Just don't do stupid things, dear quarterbacks in the NFL. Just don't be stupid. You're lucky that you have Ben. He doesn't really do anything stupid anymore. I'm trying to think the last really stupid thing he did. I can't think of it. <laughs> yeah, uh, you should be a quarterback coach. Just, you just tell him don't be stupid, and, and maybe that can solve a lot of things. Maybe I could get out of my walk-in closet then and get a real studio. That would be a lot of problems solved right now. Okay. Uh, moving on. The last couple of weeks, college football for me, while it's been exciting, there were some awesome finishes that were not games that I was like, oh, my God, must see. Number one, because, again, I, I, I'm a big UVA fan, as everyone knows, because everybody who follows me on Twitter knows. I get it. College basketball starts very, very soon. Super excited about that because we're actually competitive there. Though we did pull off the win against Georgia Tech. I got to tell you, that was pretty awesome. I figured it out, Alex. I can't go to home games anymore. That That's the key. If I don't go to home games, we win. <laughs> that's but, but I'm going to the home games because um, Frank Beamer, the um, coach of Virginia Tech, which is UVA's biggest in-state rival, announced his retirement. And I should be really sad, but I'm not because I just don't think I'm really hoping they do something stupid like promote his son or Ben Foster to be head coach. That would be fantastic. Do that, Hokies. That's a great idea. Yay. Do that. Wait, no, Virginia's terrible. It won't matter. <laughs> no, I, I'm for real. At this point, no, it's bad. Have you seen any college football? Like Virginia football, just don't watch it. It'll hurt your eyes. Okay, but moving on. But speaking of ACC football, Duke versus UNC, I love it when these two teams play because, number one, I don't like either one of them. Two, Duke is coming off that crazy loss, which technically they shouldn't have lost. But they lost the game. And have you seen Miami's awesome shirts where they play the return with the U and, like, the big middle? And I'm going, but that, that was an illegal play. You can't make T-shirts boasting your return when it was an illegal pay. Maybe that's the way they roll in Miami. I don't know. Miami actually plays Virginia, by the way, which, um, ironically, you probably didn't know this, we have won the last three out of five. For some reason, Virginia has had Miami's number the last several years. So knock on wood, that continues because it would be always fun to see hurricanes cry. It's just always good. Um, but Duke UNC, they're pretty much fighting for the terrible coastal division. The coastal division of the ACC, Alex, is the AFC South of, of college football. It truly, truly is. Like, it just if, if we were, like, in English football, like, we would, you know, not be Premier League. It's just really bad. Um, but the other side of college football, I'm looking forward to FSU versus Clemson, that's always a good game. Clemson is ridiculous. Voted number one by the college playoff committee, whoever those weird people are. They decided Clemson was the best team in the land. I'm like, really, Clemson over LSU? Really? 
Really? Yeah, yeah we were just talking about uh, before the podcast. If, if an NFL team had Fournette right now, I mean, how like, you compared him to almost to Jerome Bettis type in, in the season he's having is, is unbelievable. Uh, yeah, if you had to think, you know, Clemson and LSU matched up, uh, I'm taking LSU, or you? Yes. Absolutely, because have you seen Fournette? Have you seen him? Yeah. He jumped over an entire standing man. <laughs> yeah, I can't the man do was, that. No, I can't do that either. You know, no, no one can do that. Fournette can. I just pray, dear God, because he has to, I believe he's only a sophomore, which is scary. Um, and could you imagine, I'm just kind of going, uh, it's funny, uh, there's a podcast that I've been partners with for a while, Next Fan Up, when they've got like 32 super fans, and the Giants super fan, um, he, kept, he kept asking me, like, sports gal pal, I need to talk about this guy, Leonard Fournette. I'm like, okay, we can talk about him, Sam. And then he started to do this hashtag because he wants the Giants to reset for Fournette. Like, he wants them to be so bad that they'll draft him. I'm like, well, first off, running backs don't go that low. And secondly, you know, someone else is going to grab him. Sorry, Sam. <laughs> You're not going to get him. Giants are not allowed to have him. He's ridiculous. I, I don't understand why they would put LSU below. Maybe they just want to cause drama. I don't know. But, um, yeah, because Clemson, here's the thing. They played, obviously, Notre Dame, and they kicked their butt. I mean, there was no question about that. I, if they play very well against FSU, and FSU is not the FSU of the last two years, let, let's be very clear, then I could argue them being, like, at least in the conversation of the top four. No question. But number one overall? Uh, not sure, but it's only the first poll change. But. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, people get so up in arms over it, and there's still a lot of football left. There's going to be, you know, conference championship games and like that that will that will help set the stage. So I, I don't get too up in arms over that. There's going to be plenty of time to yell at the uh, mysterious college football playoff deciding. That's true. Um, and speaking of uh, um, conference championships, so the Big 12 doesn't have one, which is a big problem. Um, but TCU versus Oklahoma State probably is the most interesting matchup of this entire um, um, weekend just because of, you know, TCU is so, so good and so quick and so fast. But Oklahoma State could actually pull this out. I could see an upset here. Both are ranked, um, both could potentially be in a bigger bowl at the end of the year. But do you think it's going to happen like last year where we had like, the, what it was the, the one loss Ohio state get in versus, you know, an undefeated big 12 simply because again, the big 12 doesn't have that, that conference championship. I don't understand why they don't have one number one, because it's an extra game. It's more money for the conference because people do travel really well. I'm pretty sure the big 12 people will travel. Oh, extra football. Sweet. Sign me up. I, I don't understand why they don't have one. Yeah, I, I don't either. You'd think you'd do anything that would help get, you know, again, like you said, more more money, more revenue for the conference, the NCAA. I mean, it, they, they tell you it isn't, but it's a business in, in, in the, sometimes in the worst way possible. Uh, you think that they would. But, uh, yeah, I could see that for sure, where someone gets left uh, left at the altar, so to speak, because they just don't have that extra big win to help, you know, push them in. So, so it's definitely possible. It's going to be a fun matchup. You know, I love what he's doing. Boykin, the, the draw stocks is probably the best. Uh, one-two combo in all of college football. Uh, I'm just curious if anyone's going to play defense in this one. But you have a TCU team that scored 40 or more points in six of the seven games. Uh, Oklahoma State had uh, over 50.3 times. So, I mean, they might break the scoreboard in this one. They could. It could look like a basketball score, unless you're Virginia basketball. We don't believe in scoring above 50 points. That's okay. We still win. Um, <laughs> I'm going to mention college basketball as much as I can, Alex, because you don't really follow college basketball, which makes me so, so sad. 
I'll, I'll try to from now on. I just, uh, I love more. I'm one of the, I'm one of those guys that loves March Madness and gets into it. Like I've been following it for the whole year, even though I probably watched like three games during the regular season. So it, maybe it's, it's the Pitt Panthers that were a team that always kind of had promise and never would go far in the tournament that made me sad and depressed and, and turned me off from college basketball. I don't know, but I will, I will do my best. I'll make it a, maybe a New Year's resolution to watch some more college basketball. You should, because college basketball is fantastic. It, it is my happy, happy place, unless Virginia is losing. Um, <laughs> I will be a very sad sports gal pal. And you'll start seeing it on Twitter. Like, I get, you know how obsessive you are with the Steelers? I mean, obviously, it's actually your job, but you're a little obsessive. I mean, you're watching, like, what coaches, what were, what were you telling yeah. me earlier today? You're like, yeah, I know, I'm kind of busy. I, I said a joke about, he lives, all right, I'm going to flat out tell your business. So, Alex lives right next to train tracks. So, I made the joke, hey, do you live on the right side of the train tracks? You know, and he didn't get it. And I'm like, what? He goes, well, I was watching games. I'm like, oh, my gosh, really? Like, you know, I, I, I read box scores and I'll watch like highlights, but you're watching like, actual game building. You probably could coach them at this point. You probably could. You probably <laughs> want to. Well, let, let's not let's not go that far. You couldn't make me a coach of a, of a peewee team. They'd be problem. So I don't know about the, the NFL, but uh, I, I like the thought. By the way, Pitt's, um, Pitt Panthers, decent, decent squad this year. They could make a run. The problem is you're in the ACC, no longer the Big East. I want to say ACC is better. Um, it's, just, it's tough competition. Um, it's funny. Some of the best UVA wins come against Pittsburgh. Like we had um, two years ago, Malcolm Brogdon did this clutch three-pointer at like the last second, and we won. We were like, ah! That was when we went undefeated in the ACC regular season. That was, that was a really fun season. Let's do that again. Let's plan that. Um, did you actually go to um, Pitt, or is that just your favorite college team? Actually, I didn't. I didn't go to Pitt. I, I went to Clarion, and Pitt, uh, at least for football, is not my favorite football team. It's a really weird, stupid story. I'll tell it real quick. My favorite uh, college football team is the Idaho Vandals, and that's so random and obscure. I know, and, and just to preface there, if you don't know anything about college football or Idaho, Idaho is probably the worst team in the world. I mean, they are just depressingly bad. They lost. Uh, and I think it was overtime against New Mexico State. Uh, there was a crazy interception where Duke caught the interception between his feet, and they beat Idaho that way. Uh, but I just I didn't have a team. I saw their quarterback, and, I, and he was one of my favorite quarterbacks. And I loved their head coach because he had this little scruffy voice who just sounded like a real old-school uh, football coach. This was, of course, a couple of years ago. So I'm like, sure, I'll be an Idaho Vandals fan. And it just was a massive mistake. Because they're terrible, and I always see their there's highlights and their scores now, and they're like, I think they've won maybe two games this year. Uh, so I, I made a terrible decision, and I'm the only Idaho fan I think uh, east of the Mississippi. Wow, that is yeah, crazy. Like, that is almost as good as next fans up Jaguars fan. He um, lives in Las Vegas, and he was on last week, and he willingly like openly cheers for the Jaguars. Like he selected them out of all the NFL teams in the entire country. He picked the Jaguars and, and for, and for NBA, he picked the New York Knicks. Like something is wrong with him. I know. I'm like, my God, do you not enjoy like joy? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, you know, at least like, and here's the thing, you know, I appreciate the fact that you've stuck with Idaho, but you know, you didn't go to school there. You can switch if you want to. No one's going to judge, but now that you put on the podcast, you're stuck forever. Um, Idaho played Virginia a couple of years ago and they beat us because again, everybody beats Virginia at at Virginia. It wasn't even at Idaho. Yes. Yes, I believe we we lost. We probably lost. It doesn't matter. It's terrible. Um, you know, college 
sports is is just different than NFL. Like I know you're super passionate about Steelers, but I find that the nuttier fans, the fans that are super crazy, the fans willing to do God knows what <laughs> to make college sports win is something unique to that, that, um, you know, kind of niche. And I find it interesting. We were talking about this off air and I wanted to get your thoughts on this. So many times I talk to NFL experts or guys who love the NFL and then I bring up college and they're like, no, <laughs> and I'm like, why? I mean, college football, for all intents and purposes, it's your developmental league. I'm like, that's where you guys are going to get your players. It's the NFL junior. You kind of need to pay attention to it. Yeah, I'm in that second camp. Uh, I get really into college football, you know, for a draft perspective. So I'll go crazy with that. And I'll be the person that watches reruns of the NFL combine. I'll watch the replay of the dudes in underwear running around. because I'm that kind of weird guy. Uh, I, I, I enjoy college football. I do watch it just, you know, to be a casual fan. Uh, but I think just for me, it's sometimes because I'm so engrossed in the NFL. I just don't want to spend – I don't have any energy left to spend being so engrossed in college football because all of my time and effort, I think, is put into the Steelers in the NFL. So I, I think that that's what I tell myself, at least my rationale is why I'm not a, a crazy college football fan. No, I think that's fair. And I think, again, I also think it depends on where you went to school. Because if you went to, like, a smaller college or college that didn't have a football program, then you're not into it. Whereas I went to a college with, well, we supposedly have a big football program. Not very kind tonight, am I, with them. It's just I'm ready to (laughs) break up with our coach. (laughs) I'm not. I'm ready to break up. Football has not been kind to me. I mean, Eagles and Virginia. I mean, seriously. Is it still Mike London? In, in Virginia? Yes. Am I right it, on that? Yes. Oh my goodness. Not, not only that, not only that, but since he's going to be staying at least through the end of the season, he's going to get, regardless of what, if he gets fired, because he still has one year on his contract. So he'll get paid for that too. Plus, he'll get a $750,000 bonus. Like, um, what is it? Um, is it some type of bonus for being there that long? I'm like, can I wow. get a bonus for being crappy at my job too? Because that would be fantastic. <laughs> I don't even give like a thousand bucks. You don't think to give me seven hundred fifty thousand? Goodness gracious! It's just well, you, are, like, you are not you are not crappy. You are the Nick Saban of podcasts, so you are not the Mike London. <laughs> so yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta see you there. You are not Mike London of podcasts. I am not Mike London's podcast. No, I don't know if I'm Nick Saban either. Pod Vader's not going to like that either. Stop giving her idea. <laughs> Alex, if the members of Galpaw Nation want to follow you and see your fun rants, because you do, Alex is great. Um, when, if you want to know anything going on with the Steelers, don't follow the Steelers' Twitter. No, don't don't follow anyone else. Just just follow follow Kazora. Because I mean, seriously, the kid like knows things I didn't even realize. Like he'll start saying stuff I'm like, "Goodness gracious, I didn't know this." Um, where should they go? Uh, you can hit me up on Twitter uh, at Alex underscore Kazora K O Z O R A, and uh, Steelers Depot, of course, is the uh, the website where we blog from her mom's basement. That's the running joke we have. We're just a, a bunch of idiots that, that blog from our mom's basement and, and do the best we can. No, it's a great site, great insight onto the Steelers and all the things going on with it. And, again, the storylines never get dull. I think you guys are going to be just fine. Again, you have Heath Miller. Heath. Um, um, <laughs> he's obviously my favorite player on that team, Wahoo Wah. Um, and he had a monstrous game the other day. You know, I just think Ben should just find him all the time. Just just go to Heath Miller. Just go to Heath Miller. Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. <laughs> 
Not a bad idea. All right. And again, gals and pals, all the links to Alex and to Steelers Depot are going to be on my show notes at blogtalkradio.com forward slash sports gal pal. And of course, on sportsgalpal.com. And Alex, again, I hope you have a fantastic rest of your NFL season and you're welcome back anytime. I can't wait to be back on. Thanks so much, Ramon. Thanks for listening to the Sports Gal Pal podcast. And be sure to check out sportsgalpal.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.